Way to go. We finished reading 2 Corinthians. I really enjoyed reading this letter. It was obvious that Paul had a lot of concerns about this church. Not just minor concerns either. He seemed to be genuinely concerned that they might not even be true believers. The overall feel of the letter was that he wanted to get them to really examine themselves, to put themselves to the test, and confirm that they truly believed what they said they believed. In doing this, he writes one of the most amazing descriptions of the glory of God. It begins in chapter 3. You need to understand the background to understand why he starts where he starts. Basically, his trustworthiness has been brought into question by someone in the church. Whatever the accusation was, it was severe enough that the people in the church kicked whoever made the accusation out of the church. In chapter 2, Paul asked them to forgive this person and bring them back into the church. The way he writes the letter, he basically says that his defense is self-evident. So much so, that anything he writes to address the accusations seems to be just an opportunity to encourage them in their own walk. Anyway, he starts off with this description of God's glory by asking them if they think he is commending himself to them, which I take to mean defending himself against these accusations, or if he needs letters of recommendations from them, which I take to mean him getting them to defend him against these accusations. But as you read chapter 3, you see that he really does not care about these accusations. He is only worried about them being genuine believers. He says that they themselves are supposed to be his letters of recommendation. A letter written by Jesus on their hearts, delivered to the world by Paul. What he is getting at is that if they truly believe the gospel he taught them, they will be so transformed that there will be no doubt that his message and the accompanying power was directly from Jesus himself. He goes on to compare this transformation this letter written on their hearts with the law of Moses written on stone. He points out that the law written on stone, a law which defines sin and leads to death, came with so much glory that Moses had to put a veil over his face. Paul said if they truly understood the gospel he taught them, their transformation would be so glorious that the glory of Moses' face would not even be considered glorious at all. This is amazing for so many reasons. For me, the main reason is this. Paul is defining the glory of God as the people transformed by the gospel. If you remember, Moses' face was glowing because he had been in the presence of God. It was literally glowing because he was radiating the glory of God. Now Paul is saying the glory of God radiating from Moses' face would not even be detectable when compared to the glory of God radiated by a person truly transformed by the gospel. The glory from Moses' face was unmistakable. It was glowing so much that he had to cover it up just to keep it from being a distraction. So what Paul was telling them, that if they truly believed what he taught them, the glory of their transformation would be infinitely larger than Moses's, and it would be unmistakable to the world. We have talked about this many times on this podcast, how God wants to be known for and glorified for his mercy. He first said this in Exodus 34 when he showed Moses his glory and declared his name to be Yahweh, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Paul is now showing how God is expressing this glory by 
not just saving people, but transforming them through Jesus with the power of His Spirit. This is honestly not only one of the most beautiful truths I have ever learned, but Paul writes it here in the most beautiful way. We will read later in Ephesians that Paul says that we are not just letters written by God, but we are a poem created by God. We are the church. We are the glory of God. Paul even states this explicitly, like it should be common knowledge, in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 23. God, thank you so much for your mercy. Please fill us with your spirit, and let our transformed lives be a beautiful letter to the world of your goodness and mercy. Thank you so much for reading with me. Please come back tomorrow when we begin reading the book of Galatians.